0: girl when i tell you it has been a journey it has been a journey but i'm back bitches y'all when i tell y'all it has been so fucking hard to get this fucking podcast episode together not only did i delete the bitch i re-recorded it and the recording was muffled. Girl, it was a lie. But I refuse. Bitch, I refuse to let that shit stop me from doing this. So, guess what? Welcome to the very first episode of the Dazed and Confused Podcast, guys. I really, really appreciate y'all supporting me. And before we get into this podcast, I do want to let y'all know that I tried my best to remember the shit that I recorded. So, if I'm all over the place, just know all of it is genuine regardless. It's sincere and it's still addressing the topic. And that topic happens to be postpartum depression. So, I just want y'all to sit back. Y'all been waiting way too long so sit back, relax and and listen to me be emotional and try to explain my postpartum depression all right y'all so this episode is dedicated to postpartum um specifically my journey with postpartum because i can't speak from any other perspective but my own but um we're going to we're going to touch a lot of touchy subjects um <laughs> touch a lot of touchy but yeah it's it's hard you know we wear a mask we act as though everything's okay we laugh we giggle but deep down inside you know we really cry we we cry for help we we're, we're yearning for just someone to notice that we're not okay. You know? But what's crazy? They can notice it, they can ask us about it, and we'll still say everything's okay. But we say okay because we we just don't want to burden anyone else with the burdens that we have. I mean, we have spouses, we have family, we have sisters, we have brothers cousins we we have all those people and sometimes you know we actually have people that are directly there who care about us and we still won't tell you and it's because like I said you know we we don't want our burdens to be your burdens we don't we just don't want that we don't want to inconvenience anyone with our feelings Now, putting that aside for just a moment, we all know there's always signs. There's always signs of depression. Um, For me, I was crying a lot. I always felt as though I was lonely. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. I felt like I was worthless, you know? I'm just going to put it all on. Look, That's exactly how I felt. I didn't enjoy doing the things I used to enjoy. I didn't really want to be around anyone. And on top of that, my anxiety jumped from like zero to a hundred. Like just that fast. You know, it it was pretty tough on me. But let's start off with this. So my signs, the first sign was crying. So... I came home, you know, we came home from the hospital with the baby, and what's crazy is as soon as I got home, I had to go to the restroom, and I went to use the restroom, and I sat down, and I immediately just felt my whole world drop. Like, I just felt like a boulder pinned me down and I just I couldn't pinpoint why I couldn't pinpoint how but of course you know I didn't think anything of it I ignored it went on about my day and I just let it be as days went on I noticed that everything just it just started to get worse of course no one and I mean no one knew you know my um my daughter's nanny hey co. shout out to Co. she she's great she would literally text me facetime me call me just to make sure like I was okay and I never told her otherwise I I just let it be known, like, oh, I'm fine, you know, I don't need anything, you know, the baby's great. woody woo, everything's okay. You know, um my fiance he he was he he was a big help. But emotionally, I don't think at that moment he understood what it was that I was going through. Um not just that, but I kind of kept him on the outside. I, I honestly pushed him away emotionally because I was distraught myself. So it's like I'm, every day I'm crying in the bathroom, crying. He he leaves to go to work. I get up, wake him up three, four in the morning and he leaves to go to work. And, you know, I'm there with the baby and 9 out of 10 the whole time that he's gone to work I'm just there crying. I'm taking care of the baby and I'm just boohoo fucking crying. And I honestly all I could think about while I'm crying is like, "Oh wow, you know, you you've, you've let yourself go. Like, look at you now. You know, just just look at you flabby. You know, you're you're disgusting and it's that's just the thoughts that go through that goes through some of women's head you know it's like oh he's not gonna want you anymore and it's the exact opposite you know when you have a good person you know your person that's a good person they're gonna love you regardless and he did that but I don't think it was expressed in the way that I understood it's like I knew but it wasn't expressed in the way that I wanted it to be. I like I I know like now I look back on it and I'm like wow. You know you could you you could have said something. You you could have expressed yourself. You could have did it a lot sooner than what you did, you know? But that's that's a part of the postpartum, you know? I I I just couldn't bring myself to pull someone else into the abyss and the dark hole that I feel like I had succumbed to. I just felt like it was, it would be selfish, you know, not realizing that me being depressed and not asking for help in a sense was selfish too, because I have people who love me. I have kids who love me. And it, it, it wasn't fair to them to be so slumped, to be so down, and to be, you know, be that way. Only if I would have known sooner. You know, sometimes, like, because we're mothers, you know, we've and we've given birth people expect us to be so strong, especially black women. Like, we have been conditioned to think that we're not supposed to need therapy. We're not supposed to get depressed. I mean, y'all know what I'm talking about. As soon as somebody in the black community a black mama even gets to the point of thinking that they would need therapy or thinking there's an issue or thinking they're depressed or having depression the family acts as though we're an outcast they act as though we're crazy we're thrown off but with us and our generation, we, we have really started to embrace healing and wanting to see each other heal, you know, self-care, self-love, and I, I really appreciate all of the women who, who reach out you know on a daily basis who you know can pick up on hidden you know just just hidden sadness hidden depression you know it i i really appreciate all, appreciate all you guys um because let me tell you i I, I know this pod. I'm not even going to lie. Let me, let me pause. I know this podcast is kind of all over the place, guys. But uh, I recorded it, accidentally deleted it. I re-recorded it again. And for some odd reason, the whole podcast was muffled. So this is me trying to stick with what, the fuck I I, I want to do like I feel like I have a lot to say and I feel like I have people that I can help so just excuse me if I'm if I'm rambling um but yeah anyways you know I for the past past couple months um when it comes down to my depression my postpartum My fiance has been been a really big help. Um, He's changed from the okay guy to the How are you feeling today? Are you sure everything's okay? You know, you seem a little bit bit down. Do you want to talk about anything? Is there there anything you need to get off your test? Is it something that I did he 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 turned to that person and I really appreciate him for that you know because it it's it's hard it's hard to get up in the morning you know it's it's hard to look at yourself in the mirror you know postpartum makes you not not you you know you you don't want to see yourself you don't want to look at yourself you don't want to go out you don't want to talk to people you come up with all kind of excuses to keep yourself hidden you know and Trying not to cry but it, it it was hard, you know, in the beginning my uh fiance took a trip. He took a trip with his brothers and you know I had just had the baby. The baby wasn't wasn't that old yet. It had to have been like three two three weeks, about three weeks, if that, you know, and he asked, you know, hey, you know, could I go take a trip to California? my brothers, and me, I'm like, yeah, you know, go ahead, go right ahead, you know, have fun, you you deserve it, and when I tell y'all, that was the worst five days I had ever experienced, I was so emotionally distraught. I was, I felt physically unbalanced. I, I needed help, you know, I, I needed help. But every time he called, I was like, I'm okay. You know, every time Cole called, I was like, I'm okay. Every time Derry, my auntie, my mom, anybody called, my brothers, I was just like, I'm okay. And I wasn't. I was in that house. I didn't leave at all. I was literally in the house. And I was lost. I was lost like I I was lost. I barely showered. I <laughs> I didn't eat. I drank water, but those 5 days I did not eat. I maybe ate like once or twice. If, if it was dead. And it was... You know... Excuse me. It was an energy bar maybe. But... I was... Really in... The sunken place. Like... Bitch, when I tell you I... And it's like... I'm trying to think like... I, I It's so hard to explain... How fucked up I was and I cried so much like I cried to the point where it got to the point where I was trying to cry girl and no, t- no tears came out no tears you know none like the the shit was really really bad and I never asked for help. I no one knew if I act, you know. Well, I did. I asked um, Cole. I'm like, you know, did you see any signs of depression? And the only thing she told me was, you know, she knew I, some days that I was I seemed a little off. She's like, but for the most part, you know, there were no signs. And there's actually women out there who who suffer in silence it's It's like your days start to merge together. You know it's almost like time is is not there. It's like, "Oh, wow, the sun's out. When the fuck did that happen? You know." It's like, oh shit, it's time to feed the baby again. Four hours passed? When the fuck did that happen? You will literally... You, like, it gets to the point where you could literally just be sitting on the sofa. And it might feel like ten minutes. And guess what? Five hours have passed. I know this because I experienced it. You know? I... I don't, I can't even begin to explain how the fuck I got out of that sunken place. You know, all I know is it got so bad. I mean, so bad to the point where I was pushing everybody the fuck away from me. And my fiance got to the point, he was like, something is wrong. And at that moment, I completely broke down. And, you know, I explained to him, you know, like, I'm not okay. You know, I'm, I'm not, you know, he started to pay more attention. He would notice that. I would go in the bathroom, act as though I would have to go to the bathroom, and I would literally just go in there and cry, you know, and they ask what's wrong, but guess what, sometimes we can't even explain to you what's wrong, sometimes we don't even know what the fuck is wrong, you know, we are clueless sometimes to what the fuck we're going through, hence we suffer in silence, because... How am I supposed to explain to you and come to you for help when I don't know what I need help with, you know? So all I'm going to say is to all my women, all my my lady listeners out there who are suffering with postpartum, if you need someone to talk to, I'm here. Believe me when I say I know what it feels like. And mind you, I have two kids. My first daughter, I was so busy, I didn't even have time to be depressed. (laughs) Like, I mean, y'all, I was busy with my first daughter. I, even after having her, girl, I I was on the move 24-7, felt like I didn't have time to stop. But... With my second daughter, I I had maternity leave, you know. I had, well, I still have. I have a man that worked and allowed me to stay home with the kids, you know. I had that. I had family. I had friends. I had all of that. I had the support if I needed it. But for just some reason, I just could not reach out to anyone. You know, you feel like you're less of a woman. I'm just going to be honest. You you start to feel like less of a woman when you can't handle the, the bare minimum of taking care of a child. And you don't want anyone to look at you as less. But I'm telling you. Reaching out and asking for help doesn't discredit you at all as a mother. It doesn't discredit you as a woman. It makes you stronger because you know you need help. It it makes people... It makes the people around you respect you even more because you you know you need help. And you finally broke down that wall and asked for it um y'all got this you know we, we got this we, we do there's people that care I, I care I know what it feels like know that you are good enough please don't give up when things get tough I know I know, I know, I know. Won't you please stay here? Thank y'all for listening. You know, this was definitely a process. Fuck, your girl had a lot of hiccups, but I got through it. No cap, I got got through it. Um, But, you know, if y'all have any partners, please let me know. If y'all want to donate to my tech fund, because I definitely record using my phone. Please let me know. Um, Y'all just be on the lookout for the next episode. You know, I definitely keep y'all updated. Once again, thank y'all for listening. Happy New Year.